Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the very first sort of episode <laughs> of 2020. I have my co-host here. Hello. Sandro. Yes. And I'm Zach. That's your name. And this is Oldie Butter Goody. That's the show. This episode is not only the first one we're recording mm. in 2020, it is also the first one we are doing over Skype. That is true. We are uh, we are currently joined by the power of the NBN. Thank you, Australian government. You are so you're just winning at the moment. You're on a you're on a real streak of just doing the right thing. Good work. Yep. <laughs> hey, you know what? Funnily enough, if this was the time they were like, "Hey guys, we're investing loads of money into the NBN right now to fix the internet," this would be the bad. This no. There's bad stuff happening. This would be a bad time to do that. I know that I would give whoever's decision that was a handshake. I'd give them a handshake. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, eh, stop them up there. We need good internet right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, dear. This is also, fun fact, Sandro, this is also the first time of another thing. Can you guess, Sandro? Okay. Uh, it's the first time we are reviewing a movie from 1984, the new year we are covering. Yes, yes, that yes. is true. But it's not actually what I was going for, Sandra. Oh. You see, there's something else that it's the first time of. It's the, uh, it's the first time we are recording in separate houses. Uh, yes, yes. We went over that with the Skype thing, I think. Um, oh, that's true. It's not the first time we've done recording like this, but it's the first time on this podcast. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time you took notes for a movie this year. No, Absolutely not. I definitely took zero notes for this movie. Hmm. No. Hmm. Um, in fact, it is the first time that you don't know whether I'm wearing pants or not. Oh, for no. This episode. Which, funnily enough, for this movie is very appropriate. Oh, it's so appropriate. <laughs> because half the time during this movie, they're not wearing pants either. Um, this movie is called Hot Dog the Movie, but uh, in yep. my notes I referred to it as Straight Male Skiing Fantasy the Movie. <laughs> straight White Male. That I'll is have true. you know, there is one Asian in this film that is uh, super racist. It's bad. Look, there's a lot of. I will get to it, but this movie is exactly what I wanted. From yep. our first film from 84, but also exactly what I was dreading from our first film. To be fair, this movie is the most 80s film I have seen in my life. Yep, yep. I think there is not a trope that it missed. Um, Except for maybe some disco. But before we jump into that, Zach, we got an email. We got an Whoa. email. We get a lot of emails at oldiebuttagoodypod at gmail.com. Most of them are Sorry, spam. Sorry, what was that? What, what, um, um, what email was that? Sorry, uh, I didn't it, quite catch it was, that. It was uh, oldiebuttagoodypod at gmail.com. And how do you spell that? Uh, O-L-D-I-E-B-U-T-A-G-O-O-D-I-E-P-O-D. Uh-huh. Yeah, at gmail.com. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just needed that clarified for me and no one else. That's fine, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, like, we get a lot of emails over there. Most of them are spam, but every now and then we get a yep. nice email. And we got one recently from Levi from Montana. And uh, yep. I'm, I'm going to read out this email because it's quite nice. He says, hey, okay. sprocket holes. <laughs> Good way to start off an email. <laughs> Sorry. I looked it up. What did he say? He said, hey, sprocket holes. Uh And I looked it up. A sprocket hole is like a a sort of, um, it's like like a style of film that you can use. They used it a lot back in the uh, the 40s for like black and white movies. So, um, yeah, sprocket (laughs) hole. (laughs) 
We're a bunch of sprocket holes. Hey, you know what? That's appropriate. Really? Yeah. Because um, um, we watch movies. Old sprockets. Yep. That's what we are. Uh, he says, hi, my name is Levi. I really enjoy your guys' podcast. I think it's hilarious. That's good. I like that. I'm curious if you knew about Greg the Bunny and Warren the Ape. They do some short independent film parodies that you can find on YouTube. They have done Pulp Fiction and Natural Born Killers, amongst many others. Okay. Yeah, no, those are some good selections. Haven't heard of them before. We'll have to check it out. No, I'm, a fan of, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a fan of Puppets. Which it seems like this is what it yes. is. So. I'm a big fan of the Muppets, particularly. Ooh. Anyway, keep up the good work. I look forward to another year of enjoyable listening. Best Levi from Montana. So that's a hey, nice email there. Thank you. Yay. Thank you for the email. We really appreciate it. Um, mm. You sprocket hole. If you um, want to send us an email, uh, stuff in the description. Uh, nice. Yeah. An- an- another thing that's in the description, which I'll get out of the way up top, is that uh, friend of the show, even though he hasn't been on, Reese Parton and myself. Oh, yeah. And also one of our friends from the UK, Adam, we uh, recently recorded a two part episode over on my other podcast, which has been on hiatus all year, called Nerd Out, uh, where Whoa. we talked about the top 15 and top 20 movies of 2019. So if you're interested in that, you can check nice. it out. Uh, there's a link in the description. So check it out. Spoilers. I talk about Doctor Who. Wow. Wow. For the first time on yeah. that podcast, I'm sure. It's crazy. Um, can, I, can we get a little little sneak peek as to what some of your thoughts on some of the movies? Like uh, Star Wars, is it uh, up there in the movies? Or uh, can we uh, successfully put that down in the dumpster where that belongs? I put it in the middle somewhere and didn't really yep. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, someone doesn't want to get hate mail. Uh, look, I like The Last Jedi, and I don't yep. love Rise of Skywalker, so either way, I'm a bad Star Wars fan, apparently. Uh, so. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I quite liked a lot of the, the most recent film. Wow. Um, and then I hated a lot of other things. I was very torn. Look, I'm the same. Um, I'm the same. But anyway, anyway. Sh- should we talk about uh, Hot Dog the Movie? Speaking of things I hated. <laughs> Why do you think it's called Hot Dog the Movie? Because there's lots of nudity. Hot dog. That's not really a thing you say. Although it is the like 80s. Like a penis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Hot Dog the Movie, which usually suggests that there's a TV show called Hot Dog. I don't know why it's called that. It's a movie about skiing. It just it's just doesn't make any sense. No. Anyway, I'm glad you picked this over your other option uh, for this week, which was Angel which is about a very uh, a very talented student um, who turns to prostitution so that she can pay her tuition at a very fancy Californian high school. I thought I was avoiding this sort of crass sex movie yep. by avoiding the one where the plot line <laughs> is literally her becoming a prostitute, but apparently not. No. Apparently I chose the worst one for... Nudity and sex. I think you chose the best one for uh-huh. us making fun of it, so... That's for <laughs> That's sure. Good. That's definitely a thing. Uh, this film was released January the 13th, 1984. The first movie released that year, I think. Uh, it is directed by Peter Markle, who has directed a whole bunch of different films, uh, but not many of them are super notable. Not, not many of them are that uh, popular. But he did do a movie in 1994 called Wagons East, which was one of John Candy's last movies okay. that we uh, passed up on. But apparently it's not too bad. So he did that. And he's probably best known for directing episodes of both CSI and The X-Files. So Hey, nice. There we go. I'll give that a solid nice. Was the directing good? Um, it... Uh, delivered on everything it should have. The problem was the entire concept of the movie itself. Mm. I don't think I had a problem with the directing. No. I just had a problem with the actors, the plot line. Yep. The sports, I guess, in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're, not, you're not a fan of skiing. The stunt people were good. Sure. Um, directing... It was alright. I really liked the first um, maybe 30 seconds when it comes to directing. The first 30 seconds of the film where we have the main character like warming up to to yep. start skiing. I thought that was very good. 
But then after that, the film went downhill when he went downhill. Aha! <laughs> it went yeah. downhill like you were skiing. Hey. On skis. And the movie's named Hot Dog. Uh, for the cast playing the lead, whose name is Harkin Banks, which is a great name, yep. the actor is Patrick Hauser. He was in a TV show called Outlaws that ran from 1986 to 87. He is also in another 84 movie, which came out in February. Uh, but it won't be an option when we get to February because it's not available anywhere, and I checked this morning. <laughs> Because I was like, nice. oh, it could be fun to add that as an option, but couldn't find it anywhere. So anyway, but cool. it's called Weekend Pass. Uh, and this is the premise, Zach, just so you know you're not missing out on anything. This is the premise of Weekend Pass. All right. Three rookie sailors who have just completed their basic training. Yep. They are out on their first ever Weekend Pass. Whoa. As they hit one bar after another, yep. they soon forget everything the Navy ever taught them. So it's the same as this film, but they're in the Navy. <laughs> wow. Sounds awful. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Would you watch it? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can find it, <laughs> sure. Stop it. <laughs> but this time, I'm going to come prepared and also get drunk till I forget my Navy uh. training before watching it. <laughs> I, was, I was watching this movie, like, really early in the morning. And I was like, I could do the drink, even though I just woke up. <laughs> like, that's how bad this movie is. I made the mistake of not having any drinks at hand. So I think I need to change that for the next movie. I'm definitely like, 1994 has hit me with a big right hook to start it off. And I'm like, ah, I was not ready for that one. But I'll mm-hmm. have my gloves on next time. Definitely. As in, I'll be wasted. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, for the rest of the cast playing Sonny, the romantic, one of the many, many romantic leads. Ah, yes. Is uh, Tracy Smith. She hasn't really done much outside of this film, uh, aside from yep. one other movie that came out Ooh. in 1984 called Bachelor Party, which stars Tom Hanks. So that's cool. Nice. Uh, that is an option coming up, just so you know. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, playing the leader of uh, the Rat Pack, whose name is Dan O'Callaghan. It's an actor called David Norton, who actually has had some really big roles during his career. He's been in American Werewolf in London. He's also been in Midnight Madness. And he was the face of a Dr. Pepper ad campaign for a while. Oh, really? Good on him. And yeah. playing the villain, whose name is Rudolf Rudy Gamish. It's an actor called John Patrick Riga. He, Zach, was in one episode of Knight Rider. Oh? He was in one episode of Alien Nation. What? He was in one episode of Cheers. What? He was in one episode of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Nice. He's just been in, yep, just one episode of a lot of very iconic 80s <laughs> shows. He is he is playing the villain who just so happens to be of a European descent, of a, a certain kind of accent that then the lead female then says a thing which would be very offensive to that type of European. Yep. She calls him a Nazi um, because he's German. All right, let's get to the reception real quick. It doesn't have a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's got an audience score of 56%, which is very high. Wow. 56. Yep. That's 50 more than I would have given it. Oh, same. It's also got 5 out of 10 on IMDb uh, and 39% on Metacritic. So there you go. Ah. One... Uh, one reviewer at the time, Janet Maislin, wrote a review, and this is a little quote from it. She said the film was light and less moronic than it might have been. Okay. So that's um, a positive, I guess? I guess yeah. nudity isn't moronic, so you're not wrong, I guess. No. I have to say, mm. uh, if you like nudity, yeah. like 50% of this film you're going to like. Because <laughs> there's a lot... A nudity. There's a lot. Uh, a little bit more uh, female nudity. Yes. But there's some men. There's some hunk. There's a couple butts. There's some hunky junk. This movie, it cost $4 million to make. <laughs> $4 million. Wow. That is not much. If you compare $4 million to, like, all the other films we did last year. Oh, yeah. I still think that's lower than 
mostly all of them. That's true. What do you think it made, though, worldwide? I've got worldwide numbers on me right now. I think this is the most 80s film ever. So people in the 80s would have appreciated that and been like, this is a ski film and nudity. (laughs) Yes. So... I'm going to give this 100 mil. Wow, you overshot. Oh, but it is January. What am I doing? It's January. Oh, oh, okay. 25 mil. Oh, you're very close now. It's 20 mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, look. Then I was like, oh, wait, it's January. (laughs) No money whatsoever. No money at all. Hey, that made quite a bit. Compared to what they spent. Yeah, though. they would have made so, a bu- um, yeah, quite a lot. They p- probably enough to make a sequel. They could have, but maybe they didn't have enough nude people. No, they ran out. <laughs> yeah, they just ran out of them. You know what? You know they 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 poured too much of the nudity and ran out and running dry on the old mm-hmm. old nudity. <laughs> Use too much. Let's jump into this movie. The font was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the font was alright. It was a bit more like squarey. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like okay. uniform than I was expecting. Hmm. How can we describe it? Hot dog is in bright red, and then yep. the movie is kinda in like typewriter font down the bottom. Uh which would make sense for hot dog. Because you're yeah. saying hot dog, there's a meat, there's red, red. Done, easy, good. Very good. good. Yeah. I just want to say here, real quick, I had a lot of things I disliked, but some very few things that I will mention as we come across okay. them that I did like. Can I, um, I'm going to predict something that you did like from the intro. Okay. The music. Absolutely. The mu- The intro music was amazing. I was it's like, the oh, most damn. 80s. Yeah. Yeah, no. But it was like pretty good. I was like, "Hey, damn!" Mm. I'm there's some this. um, there's some good songs in this. You got some Duran Duran yep. a little later on. "Hungry Like the Wolf" that's in this movie, uh, yep. and other notable '80s songs that I don't have the titles for. <laughs> I can't say I enjoyed the rest of the music as much as I enjoyed the opening because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the opening. But the rest of the music was alright. So music, yeah. you get uh, a goodie from me, well, or just good. a. Are not an oldie from me. <laughs> and that's the most that they could hope for. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah, there's this blonde guy, his name's Harkins, and he's a skier. I'm sure that won't be a plot point. It almost isn't a plot point for the first 50 minutes of this you film. Will, yeah. <laughs> They've got to introduce the other character, Sandro. It's very important. But yeah, he's, um... He's from a small Midwestern town. We cut to a small Midwestern. We cut to a small yep. Midwestern town, and we see uh, we see him. He's fueling up his car, and then we see a big black van just come out of nowhere, yep. swerve on the road, open up one of the side doors, and out steps. Uh, our lead female character, Sunny. She's real angry. She's like, hey, what are you doing kicking me out of this car? I I hope you drive into a truck, sir. What's more, you've got a lousy taste in music. That's what she says. Yep. You know what? At least she has somewhat of a personality in this film. Funnily enough, she had a bit more personality than some of the films we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, because she showed some emotion. Um, Which was mostly anger. The anger, yes. She's angry at this driver. She's angry at the lady later. She's angry at him oh, in a couple yep. of minutes because he won't bang her, even though she explicitly said she didn't <laughs> want it. I liked, um, you're talking about the anger. There was a moment, like, he comes over and is like, are you all right? What's wrong? And she's like, rotate out of here, Jack. She keeps saying rotate out of here to so many people. Maybe that was a thing back then. (laughs) Must have been. Unfortunately, um, that's dumb. (laughs) I think it's great. I'm going to bring it back. I'm bringing it back. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I'm bringing rotate out of here back. That's because you're a sprocket hole. Oh, Um, God, <laughs> um, nice. Didn't expect that one, now did you? I bring it back, Sprocket Hole. That's the one I. Bring I think back. Levi brought back Sprocket Hole, and you're just jumping <laughs> no, on the no, bandwagon. No, no, no. He he brought it up, but I'm bringing it back. No, you're you bringing know. it. We're back. bringing it back together. I'm bringing back yep. Rotate out of here as well. So here we go. We're just gonna just rotate the Sprocket Hole. 
No. That's our new tagline. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he goes like, cool, and then hops in his car and starts to drive off. But then she's like, oh wait, instead of being a giant dickhead to a random stranger, maybe I actually need a lift. Mm. Whoops. And then she she hops in his car. Yeah, she hops in his car and she's like, um, oh wait, you're not some kind of weirdo, are you? And he replies with, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Which is definitely... If someone doesn't reply no immediately to that question, instead replies, don't think so, that's when you get out of the car. What are you doing? That's when you open the door and jump out of the car. I mean, because it is the 80s. It was a different time. It was a different time. It was a different time. First off, there was a lot of things that happened during this where you go, no, absolutely not. They're coming up now. I'm going to talk about oh, them. Anyway, yeah. continue. I just love the dialogue in this film, though. Like, that line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just the most... <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, there's a lot of lines. I haven't got um, any on me at the moment. But, yeah, no, there are a lot of lines. I've got them all, and I will bring them up as we get to them. Like one coming up uh, right now where they're talking about how he's going to a freestyle skiing competition. And he's like, ah, oh, I love skiing. I love the feel of, like, the uh, the snow on your face. And I also love the speed. And then Sonny replies with, speed? I also love speed. I could do with some speed right now. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God, I forgot about that one. What? Do you th- Did you just say you want some drugs? Is this what's happening? I'm so confused. Do you want... But they just don't touch it. They just move on. There's a bit of yep. silence even for that line to settle in. Does she mean she wants to go fast now? Does she mean she wants him to hurry up? Or does she mean that she would like drugs? I don't know. I actively do oh, not no. know. Also, she's meant to be 17. Ah, uh, yes. Which best not to dwell on and then uh, after that she's like all right i'm gonna go to the competition with you because i have absolutely nowhere to go i am just here to do whatever the plot wants me to do so yes they go and check into another hotel oh boy and if you were like i could i could really use with a topless woman well then you're in luck you're in luck because we got some tatas coming your way yep um Straight from the spa. Yeah, so they ring the bell for the receptionist <laughs> to come and check them into the hotel, but the receptionist is in a spa. Instead of being responsible and being at your station, even though she knows for a fact that one person hasn't checked in that's supposed to at this point. Yeah. So she's waiting on them. Uh, instead of waiting at a post, she decides to go have uh, a bit of a spa time for herself. Mm-hmm. To be fair, she could have thought that they were a no-show. Potentially. Um, but anyway, she she's like, all right, well, let's just get out of the spa and go get him. And she grabs a towel. Yeah. Uh, but does she cover herself up? Of course not. No. no. She wraps her hair up. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. What is going she, on? She comes in. Look, to be honest, I think she just wanted to bang. I think, and this is just a theory. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I think everyone in this film is horny. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What could you possibly be referring to? Every single person, not even the person, even the one yep. dog we see in this film, they're all horny. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, oh, this movie. Yeah, so she's, she's like, oh, yeah, we got the last room just for you, big boy. Yeah. If there's anything you need, wink, wink. And Sonny's like, hey, what are you doing? Come this way. Stop. Stop staring at the nude lady, you male. <laughs> um, and so they go upstairs and it's like a super fancy love hotel. Oh, they've got a heart-shaped waterbed. <laughs> Just like in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. I think, I think we should start up a counter mm-hmm. uh, for the amount of waterbeds we see in cinema this year. One. I'll keep okay. a counter. Do they bang at this point, or do they not bang? Um, no, I don't think they do. Because there's that tape recorder next to the bed yep. that I think has got porn on it or something. So oh, they, right, yeah, they she watches that for porn. A bit. 
She watches porn and then it just cuts to the next next day. It cuts to um it cuts to them in a in a cafeteria or something like that, a cafe. Oh, yeah. And Rudy, uh, the German, you know, because that's his character. His character is that he's German. <laughs> yeah, and he's also the villain, and he's German. And he, at one point, he's referred to as a Nazi. I wonder what what he could be representing. Mm-hmm. They're probably making him out to be some sort of Russian, <laughs> USS, ah, uh, sort of communist. I think. Yeah, no, what definitely. Vibes I was getting. Yeah, because like Harkins goes up to him. And is like, hey, I'm a big fan. But he's like, yep. I don't like you. So Sonny is like, hey, stop being mean. God, I hate this in all old films where someone is like rude and then someone goes, hey, don't be rude. That's mean. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I get offended and then really loud and obnoxious and weird about just someone being rude instead of being subconscious and yep. not confronting. She also says the line, rotate on this, Nazi bastard. <laughs> yeah. As I have said, she refers to him as a Nazi. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. It's not great. <laughs> it's an oldie from me. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And then, and then, we meet Dan O'Callaghan. He's the Valley's favourite skier, I think. But he hasn't yes. won, because the Germans keep winning. All the Germans win, because the yep. Germans are good. And we'll get to it later, but it may be rigged. Yes, um, but he's also drunk 50% of the time, which yes. is 50%... The other 50% of the time, he wishes he was drunk. Um, it's good. Was, I like um, him. He was funny. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. He, he was alright. That was one of the characters that I liked. Yeah. Um, as in, the single only character that I liked. Exactly. He's uh, he's the leader of the Rat Pack, and I hated all the Rat Pack, but he was good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was the only member of the Rat Pack that I liked. Oh, what about Skrill? We'll get to Skrill, but... Oh, no. I don't know. Abs- mm. I don't know about you, but I love some incels in my movies. <laughs> Oh, yes. Incels. Everyone loves incels. Speaking of incels, they go to a bar just in time for a wet t-shirt competition. Oh. Oh, why is this in the movie? And I'm kidding you not, the MC is called Lester the Molester. (laughs) Yay! It was a different time. He pulls a torch out of his front trouser pocket like it's his penis <laughs> because uh, it was a different time. It was uh, such a different... You couldn't even imagine how different of a time it was. Yeah. It was a different time because it was offensive. All, all the women definitely wanted to be up there and weren't carried on by their partner. Oh, yeah. One was forcibly carried on. The others were just peer pressured. Ugh, gross. Um, This film's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. It's from a different time, Sandro. You wouldn't understand, because in a different time, things were worse. That's how things (laughs) work sometimes. There's got to be one person out there that is nostalgic for this movie, though. Just one person. Oh, there was... uh, By the movie reviews, there was a lot of them. Oh, okay, we'll get to that then. That sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's a very 80s film, and, like, not all of it's bad, but some of these bits are bad. That's for sure. But it's all very 80s... Nostalgia. Mm. I'm a big fan of a movie uh, from the early 2000s called Wet Hot American Summer, which is a parody of these sort of films. Yeah. Um, if you want a film like this that's self-aware and knows that it was a different time, check that out. Yeah. It's really fun. Maybe don't yeah, watch yeah. this one. <laughs> anyway, uh, we cut to some skiing after that. Yep. Oh, wait, no, they hey. don't, because Harkins and Sonny go back to the room, and then they... Oh, yeah, and then there's this, like... Three hour long scene where he's playing the goddamn guitar and she's like getting her sweater so it's super seductive yep. so she can bang him. And oh. then there's a, the three hour scene of him playing the stupid song, which I didn't skip through. I listened to all of it. I definitely didn't skip Rude. after like. 30 seconds of it, I was like, I wonder how long this goes on for. And I skipped like two minutes ahead and it was still going. And I'm like, I'm not going back. 
Um, I thought... It was a good singer, though. No, no, no. To be fair, it was a good singer. Yeah. Um, and he played quite well, so good on him. Exactly. Um, I didn't have time for that. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, what I didn't have time for was the two-minute-long sex scene we got after that. Oh, yeah, I also skipped that. Which, um, no. they try to make it romantic, I think. Yep. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just... Uh, the start was all right, where he's like, hey, I'm going to pretend to be going to sleep, and she's like, nah, mm. come get some of this. Um, uh, and then it was just like, yeah, yeah. it was a sex scene. I it was, was um... like... Cool. I was pretty sure I was watching a porno at this point. I was like, this isn't yeah, a movie. No. This is not a movie. If you think about this whole movie so far from this point, yep. it's a porno. Yep. It has this terrible plot. This movie was just a porno. And it continues um, to be for the next 20 minutes. And then we'll get yep. to, to what the film's actually about. But yeah. To be fair, I'll give this film this. It actually did some skiing for a mm-hmm. ski film. There Unlike Drop skiing. Zone, which... <laughs> Only got to the whole point of the goddamn movie by the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie actually uh, actually got to the goddamn point. I don't know if I liked the skiing though. I skipped through most <laughs> of the skiing. <laughs> I skipped through a lot of this film. To I be skipped honest. through a, a bit of the skiing as well. To be fair, I liked the skiing. I only skipped it after like three or four minutes of it i was like how long does this go for and then i skipped a minute yeah and it was like oh it ends here okay that wasn't too much longer yeah there's some there's some there's the uh, most of the skiing sections last an entire song they just play a whole song so i guess that that's that's on the director actually you know what directing sucks (laughs) (laughs) that's uh yeah yeah i feel like that should have been cut short half a song for each Montage. I would have liked it more if they cast actual skiers as the leads, because instead we just get people dressed up like the main characters that have completely different body shapes and different hairs and different eye colours to the characters. Ah, uh, yes, but Sandro, they're wearing the same clothing, so they're the same people. But the size of the clothing is different sometimes. <laughs> Especially for Harkins. He's way, uh, he's way slimmer in the... Yes. In the skiing portions. Look, I could look past it, honestly. Okay, that's fair enough. It, it definitely was something, like, in a better film, and in this film, that I will give a solid pass on, mm. as long as the actual skiing and stuff is good. Yeah. Or the stunt or whatever is good. Which okay. they were. They were alright. Can, can you give a pass to the Rat Pack, though? No. Because we're introduced to them next. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, the Rat Pack consists of Dan who's uh, yeah. the leader and also the drunk man who's drunk most of the time. Uh, He's it good. consists of Harkins, who joins at this point. It consists of... He's a main character, whatever. It consists of Squirrel, who's just an incel with, um, yes. with sunscreen on his nose. God, I hated him. He is the worst character of this entire film. Yep. I thought I was going to like him. Turns out I did not. No. It hurts the scene that happens later on in the film. I'm like... Why? Why did you pander to incels? Please don't. <laughs> There's also th- yep. this one guy who only really gets one line of dialogue where he says, that's radical, and then we never see him again. <laughs> Is this the headphones guy? No, no, no. There's another There's another white dude that isn't the headphones guy, and he just says, oh. like, that's radical at some point in this oh, scene. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. But he doesn't get... Um, chosen, does oh, he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, of course. And that's why we don't see him again. So yeah. his whole thing is, it's like, oh, he's part of the Rat Pack, but he's not really, because mm. they only need him to be part of the Rat Pack so that Dan or whatever his name is gets pissed that's that right. he doesn't get chosen, even though he was one of the better skier dudes. Anyway. Yeah, he's been doing, he's been doing it for four years or something yep. like that. Uh, but yeah, there's also the music dude, which is just some guy, he looks a little bit like Darude and he wears headphones. Yes, um, and he can't hear what you're saying because he's constantly playing loud music that when you take the headphones off, everyone can hear yep. from like a 10-mile radius. But when you put them back on, you can't hear them anymore because that's how headphones were. <laughs> exactly. Especially in the 80s where they definitely had noise-canceling headphones. Absolutely. There's also the Asian character who Oof. is just a bad Chinese stereotype. It's yeah, real it's... bad. It's really bad. 
It's it's an oof for me. Ugh. Hey, Sandra, it was a different time, <laughs> Sandra, where it was okay to be racist. And finally, there is Banana Pants. She wears yellow pants, and her name's Banana Pants. But she also doesn't get picked, I don't think, because we don't see her do it. Oh, we see her during... There's a point where they play, like, ice hockey, and she tackles the one female German. Yeah, 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 and the other guy's there as well. Oh, yeah, he is. During the actual competition, they're not there because they didn't get in. But during those moments, they're, like, there. Yeah. So, great. We also meet... We also meet Sylvia. Do you want to talk about Sylvia, Zach? What a great, just great film. What a great character. She shows she's up. Also, yeah. Isn't she also like a villain, sort of? She's Rudy's ex? Yes. And then but, at some point, yeah, joins his side again. Yes. So she's kind of like a bad guy. Um, She bangs the lead character. She's all right. Mm. She's like, when she's acting, like talking, she's like very smiley and wide-eyed. Yeah, kind of nearly all of it. Kind of creepy. It, yeah, it kind of creeped me out. It was just the way she acted it. I didn't know what she was trying to go for. I don't know. I don't know what the director. Did. You know what? The directing sucked in this movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love, hated. The I love how you've got to complete one eighty from the start. <laughs> I done a one eighty because I've realised this isn't really their fault. No. It's just the director's fault. This is bad. I don't know what he was trying to tell her, but she did it, <laughs> she, and it was weird. One hundred percent did it. Um, as you mentioned, she's introduced, and right from the get go, she's like, "Hey, Harkins, you want to come to my party tonight? I'd like to yep. see you there." <laughs> Yep. Uh, then Rudy shows up and we get an excellent quote from Dan where he says, Rudy, you're a goddamn low-life cretinous slug. Big fan of yep. that. Yep, that's a good line. Go, go get him, Dan. And, uh, and then and then Rudy is like, I could do the accent, but I'm not going to. He says, you people, stay out of our way. You may ski on that side or on that side, but stay out of the middle. This is where we are. And then Dan replies with, Hey, Rudy, you can kiss my butt. Not on this side, not on that side, but right in the middle. Which was some great lot of lines. That was so good. Go. I, think, I think the, like, bad guy line uh, is worse just because it's more of a setup mm. for the good, good guy line. But it was all right. Yeah. It was possible. I laughed. Oh, I did not mean to take a snapshot. You can have the fun with that, Rachel. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Don't send it to me. It, it automatically did. I clicked the button. I thought it was the full screen button for Skype. It was not. It was a fact. Did you just have a picture of my face? Yes. It took a picture of your face and, and then immediately sent it to you. And I was like, what? Why would you do that? Good Lord. That's amazing. Um, the power of the internet, honestly. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Oh, there's just some skiing. There's just a lot of skiing. Yeah. That is a skiing movie. That's fair. It is. Um, the prop. This is a problem with this movie, though. I don't care. Um... <laughs> And uh, um, I don't care about romance either. So we've got sports, which yep. I don't care about. No. Specifically skiing as well, which I find quite boring. Yeah, it's not shot in an interesting way either. It's just wide yeah. shots of people going down hills. I like snowboarding more. I like, I don't know, watching that seems more interesting. Or at least I like Olympic skiing even better than this. Just because it's like... A super giant jump where they do some sort of trick or something. And then romance, I just don't find entertaining at all. I thought it was so bad that it was funny, the romance. Mainly because all the performances were terrible. So I think I was like, I was having fun with it. Even though it was terrible and I didn't care about the end result, I just thought it was kind of funny. Oh, absolutely. No, I definitely agree. Uh, But what did you think of the drama? Because we we get drama at this point because they post... Oh, yeah, that's the third trifecta of things I don't care about. It's like teenage drama as well. Yeah, it's like high school. Well, they are supposed to be like teenagers. They aren't, though. (laughs) They aren't, no. And so it just comes off as bad um, because they go around and bang people. (laughs) And then they're like... Why did you go and bang that person? Even though I went and banged another person, why did you go and bang another person? I'm upset. 
That could yep. be for either of the characters, by the That's, way. No, because... every single one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they post the they post the list of the people who made it through the first round who are going to be going onto the television broadcast. Apparently, even though we don't see any cameras, part of the uh, part of the show. Yeah, but there are cameras in the film. It's just like occasionally, mostly we just see the anchor and a microphone. That's about it. We see for television. So yeah, there's a small crowd of people watching. <laughs> They spared no expense on getting their families to come out to the movie to be... (laughs) Like extras? Extras, yeah. Yeah. Why did that word just escape me? Anyway, moving on. Well, I'm glad the family were extras for the audience and not extras for the orgy scenes. (laughs) Hey, you know... uh, I got nothing for that. Apparently the reason why a bunch of the non-German, uh, like, American Rat Pack guys haven't made it into the competition is because the show itself, the broadcast, has got a bunch of European sponsors. Uh, that was a plot, um, and later on, uh, it's even more rich than just that. That's the plot. I don't really, wanna, I don't really want to talk about Sylvia's party. So, okay, then I'll talk about it. So they come in and they're... The two female characters are introduced to each other and they hate each other. Wow. What a surprise. Because they're fighting over the man. Wow. Um, then she's <laughs> like, hey, we should bang. And so they go upstairs and bang. <laughs> Sylvia and Hawkins, yeah. And then um, Dan is like, I'm going to make a real great drink for this oh, lady. Oh, okay, okay. Let's talk about the cocktail. This Let's is... talk about the cocktail. Wow. This scene just kept going downhill or uphill depending so, on your perspective oh my okay so this uh this obviously drunk woman comes up to the bar and is like give me yep. a drink dan so dan makes this cocktail which is just every single sort of liquor you can imagine poured into a bowl yep. she drinks it passes out and then one guy says now that's a girl i can take advantage of no what are you doing no, no. hey sandro not just one person. It's your favorite incel boy who actually said that. Oh, it was I incel believe. boy. It was incel boy. Yeah, it was incel boy that was like, "That's a woman I could take advantage of." Just no. Which was like, surely that's an inappropriate line for even then. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> no, even in that time. That's just oh, that's bad. It's so bad. There's also Ooh. a line of dialogue that kind of confused me, and then I think I thought about it too hard. And got kind of grossed out. Um, where Sylvia, like, after the first round, they do yep. two rounds in the film, but after the first round, uh, she's like, where are you from? And Harkins is like, I grew up in Idaho, where the men are men and the sheep are nervous. <laughs> oh, no. That, uh, as a uh, native New Zealander, um, that really spoke to me, that line. Um, Why? Because you bang your sheep. <laughs> sheep shaggers. Um, no, funnily enough, it was because uh, you, uh, at one point as we were texting, sent me a sheep emoji when I said I was in New Zealand. And then we're like, wait, are New Zealand known for their sheep? One of the iconic things that New Zealanders are known for? You were like, wait a minute, was that New Zealand? I couldn't. Um, I couldn't remember... Because when I went to Tasmania, there were a lot of sheep. <laughs> and so I thought it was a Tassie thing. So yeah, sheep shagging. It's a good time. It, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> uh, then Sonny walks into a room and sees, and sees uh, Harkins and Sylvia. So then she goes and hooks up with Rudy. So, yep, yeah. because immediately you should go and just bang the nearest douchebag. Exactly. When you get mad, that's a great way of solving your problems. Cut to the morning after and Dan keeps throwing beers at people. And then the bad guy, he thinks he's, he's a bit of a punster. He makes a pun. Uh, mm-hmm. He talks to Harkins and he's like, Hey, rookie, do you know what I had for breakfast this morning? I had sunny side up and oh. sunny side down and sunny all the way around. <laughs> Oh, because the character's name is Sonny. Yeah. Then there's just a bunch of skiing. The junior dude does really well, but then for the rest of all the rounds, the German guy keeps getting loads of points, whereas he doesn't get as many points for moves that are just better. Yeah. Than the 
German guy and they're like, hey, it's rigged. And they're like, yeah, but we need to get paid. So they're bribed. Also, there was a point, I think it's around this part, where there's like a scene where um, where Harkins is talking to someone, but they're talking over music and there's a lot of background noise in yeah. uh, the audio that they captured. And instead of uh, doing the smart thing, perhaps, just leaving the background noise in continuously throughout the music, it's not super distracting, what they do is they cut the they cut the background noise whenever someone is not talking. Oh, yeah, no, that, I did notice that. I was yeah. like, uh, is that a bit patchy? From this point on, the editing in general is just shocking. <laughs> From this yeah, point well, on. I spent four million on this movie, Sandro. <laughs> A hundred of those dollars went on editing. Yeah, so, almost definitely. You know. uh, the Germans, they 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 play ice hockey with the Rat Pack, and yep. it's just people falling over each other for five minutes. Oh, yeah, and they like, they're like, let's have a good, clean game, everyone, and then they immediately start just fighting each other. Yeah. Just hitting each other with sticks and balling each other over. I think they smoke weed before as well. Yes, the, the main characters just smoke some dank uh, marijuana. I thought they were just cigarettes, but they might have been just marijuana. Maybe they were just cigarettes. But... Uh, look, I don't know. Uh, there's um, just a bunch of stuff happening. Like They then sneak into the Germans' uh, shed and tamper with their skis, Yes, which doesn't really lead to anything aside from them falling off their skis like 30 seconds later in the next scene. Ha-ha, <laughs> funny. There's also some stuff where apparently Sunny has one broken up with Harkins and said she's going to San Francisco, but hasn't. She's stayed in the town and bought herself some skis and learns to ski and then runs into Sylvia and they just argue. <laughs> it's really bad. Drama! <laughs> yeah. Although I did find the conversation, not because it was good, it was in fact quite bad, but it was very funny to me for some reason through half of it because it was so bad. Anyway, uh, the final ski, yeah, the, the final ski thing. It's uh, a bunch of fancy jumps, and Rudy yep. does a triple flip and lands it, and he gets like a hundred percent. He gets all the scores, and then Harkins yep. he does a triple flip and a twist, but he only gets roughly eighty out of a hundred, which is just better. It's just a better... It's the same thing, but better. And he also pulls it off almost, flaw, like, flawlessly. Yeah. So, like, it's just a better jump, yet he gets less points. Um, so everybody gets upset. They boo. They throw snowballs at the judges. But it's too late. German guy wins. Yay. End of the film. That's where the film ends. There's nothing else. There's not another 20 minutes... Uh, I, th I think you're missing something. I think you're you missing mean? something. Because the Germans are celebrating the win, and so the Rat Pack, they throw snowballs at them. Wow, what a great way of retaliating. I'm sure that will lead to them getting the trophy in the end. Oh, wait, it does. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? For some Why? reason, they bet that uh, there's like a money pool and whoever crosses the finish line wins the trophy. It's just a race. They do a race. Yeah, why Why do they win the trophy? Why would the German ever give them the they trophy? wouldn't. I don't know. Ego? I don't know. Ego, yeah. I think he doesn't think he's going to lose like an idiot. Hubris. The Rat Pack dress up in like Mad Max ski gear, which was kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, wait, is this going to get way better? Like, this, like, turned my expectations of this film to negative three to, like, a solid seven. Yeah. Uh, and then they just skied. Um, <laughs> That's the best way and to so describe. my expectations were then dashed somehow. <laughs> when I had none at the beginning of this no, film, no. they still managed to get dashed. It's just skiing for wins. five minutes. <laughs> anyway, he wins... He gets the trophy, everyone celebrates. Uh, freeze frame! The end. Woo! Hot dog the movie. Wow. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a very different time. Um, part of me does want to give it, like, a goodie because... It's so bad it's good? Yeah. It, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, like, it has some of that vibe. I definitely agree there's some vibe there, and there's some, like... There's definitely watchability in this film. 
Mm. Um, but do you know what also has watchability? Anything else. <laughs> yes, you know the answer. Yeah. Anything else. I think it's almost so bad it's good if it wasn't kind of boring as well with the scheme. Yeah, I so. look, if this didn't have all the drama in it, I probably would have enjoyed this film more. But it's just the combination of skiing, which is one of my least favorite sports. Fair. Uh, romance and drama, which are my two lowest mm. things. It's just all of it is just not a film I wanted to watch. Okay. And I found myself quite bored yeah. during a lot of this film where it wasn't so bad it was good. It was mm. just kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely giving it an oldie, although there was potential. I think if it was just the romance and the drama and really mm. cheesy like d- dialogue and everything, I might give it a goodie because that's what the 80s are and I don't yeah, hate it. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but there was also like 20 minutes of just skiing music videos that were very interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to go oldie as well for Hot Dog the Movie, but I will say the best title of the year. Yes, yes, because it literally makes no sense whatsoever. I'm going to give this one an oldie just because I'm sure we're going to find better 80s films that mm. are like cheesy 80s but are going to be like so bad it's good. Oh, definitely. And I'm waiting for those ones. I'm going to hold my goodies for those ones. Now is when we we pitch sequels and or spin-offs yes. and or alternate versions of them. It really j- j- just depends what you want to do. You come up with your own version of the film. Uh, have you have you got anything? Yes, I've got a director's cut of this film, actually, that I came up with. It has some of the conversations, some of the dialogue. It skips over 90% of the skiing. Okay. Um, It has, like, two skiings that involve the skiing. It, in fact, ends with the... It ends the same way, except it skips the whole, like, the German one, and then they had to do another competition to win the trophy. It just has him win. Um, Mm. And... Uh, it only has the sex scenes. Um, and it's just a porno. Um, with dialogue, then sex scene, dialogue, sex scene. There's probably an added sex scene as well. All right. Just to stretch it out to like a 20-minute porno. Um, and it's great. It's really great. There's okay. cheesy dialogue that's like, haha, this is funny porn dialogue. And it ends with them winning and then probably banging. Sounds terrible. For the victory bang. That sounds absolutely awful. It's an 80s porno. It's pretty bad. Is Sylvester Stallone in it? Yes. Absolutely. Perfect. For for a big old banging time. (laughs) Um, That's my sequel spin-off thing. My sequel is is more of a spin-off. It's more of a spin-off. It's called World War Ski. Ah, oh, you're doing what I did last year, but you're doing it now. It's World War time. You could have the title is World War Ski, but the ski has like three yep. R-L's. Exactly. It's just, um, imagine imagine uh, a worldwide competition, skiing competition, but there oh. were no rules. Oh, you know what? This is actually a film I would actually watch. Yeah. Because this is what sport needs to become. You just pump the people full of drugs, give them super exactly. human strength, speed, agility, put cybernetics in them, just make them homunculuses of <laughs> gross proportions, and yep. then just make them murder each other while trying to complete sport activities. That's exactly what it is. Like, they dress up in their Mad Max outfits and their skiing. Yep slamming into people there's a lot of just just people getting impaled on trees oh and stuff like that yeah it's uh it's the most violent skiing movie ever made i will guarantee you that uh it also isn't a porno so there you go i give your monster movie a goodie um because that's that sounds actually great so now yes it is time for raving reviews. <laughs> and there was a lot of good reviews. And by that, I mean there was barely any because no one's watched this film. But I got the best ones from not the, like, professional reviewers or whatever because they're, they're corporate shills. No, I went deeper down into the depths of uh, what the uh, internet thought of this, the public. The first one is from... Metaflix. Mm. Oh yeah. 
how the game works is you just guess the points. Sandra guesses the points. I should probably mention that. Yep. If anyone's joining, he guesses the points that they rated it out of five. It's from Rotten Tomatoes. Let's just jump into it. Metaflix. The plot couldn't possibly be more basic or paint by numbers. Mm, it's true. But overall, it's an enjoyable romp through a pro-typical 80s film. Ah, uh, that sounds like it is a three. A three. Ooh, unfortunately, it's actually a two out of five. Unfortunate there. That's all right. You were close. You, you were like one point off. That's not too bad. All right. You should get this one, though. This one's this one's a good one. John says, LOL, OMG. This was so bad that it was actually kind of good. I'm sticking with three. I think three is good. You're going three? It was actually four out of five. Ooh. Once again, one point off there. But this time, too much up. He was like, LOL, OMG. This is so bad. It was actually kind of good. It's too high. You know, he had a bit of positive Disgusting. twist on that. It makes me feel sick. Um, Sandro, you might uh, more understand uh, Adam. No plot to speak of, but plenty of nudity. Outrageously dumb and perverted. A bracket, first and only viewing. I'm in my early 20s, end bracket. Look, everything, <laughs> everything, everything about that review I agree with. Uh, so I would give the review five stars, but I think Yo. Adam gave this movie a two. Ooh, once again, one point off. It's actually one out of five, but he's in his early 20s. Which is such great information. All right. Clay says, Hot Dog, colon, the movie, 1983. It's wrong. It's 1984. What? Yes. It's not correct. It's just the wrong date. What do you think Clay rated this? Uh, Wait, that's the whole review? That's it. It's Hot Dog, the movie. 1983, the wrong date. That's the rookie. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Clay rated this. One and a half. Are you sure? Yes. Because it was three out of five. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since we've done this. I'm a little rusty. And that's raving reviews. And that is our episode. <laughs> Yay! This was the first episode we did this year. Yay! Uh, if you like the show, there's many ways that you can get in contact. We have a Facebook page that you can like, get updates there, and also say hi. Send us a message on Facebook if you want. We're both on Instagram, but I use it. Zach doesn't sometimes. You can also review us on iTunes, that sort of stuff. All the links are in the description. But next week. Yes, yeah, so next week, uh, you got to pick a movie for us to watch. Okay. So we have uh, a couple of options. We have uh, The Buddy System, which is uh, an officer and an inventor uh, befriends a boy and then gets romantic with his mum. But, uh, uh-oh, he's in another relationship already. Oh, no. Wow. Sounds like a regular, regular mess. And then your other option is uh, a movie called uh, Angel. Wait. An honor student turns into uh, prostitution so she can pay for tuition to an exclusive Californian high school. Hang on a second. Wasn't that Uh an option for this episode? Yes, because next week there weren't any options. There was one film. So you get to choose from this week's other option. (laughs) That's what we're doing. Uh, If there's a week where there's only one option... We carry across all previous options from uh, the previous yes. week that we can choose. But I'm still not going to choose Angel. Let's, let's yeah, do no. the buddy system. <laughs> okay, let's get romantic with a boy's mum. Yay! Yes. Uh, Alright, next week, the buddy system. That sounds Whew. bad, but let's yep. do it anyway. Wow, let's just say uh, January looks great for films. It's just, amazing. It's always good. Everyone knows it's a fact that January has the best films. I mean, we're in January of 2020 right now, and so far one film has come out and got an F- minus on cinema score, so that's great. It's wow. best month for films. What film was that? The Grudge, some horror film. Oh, right, yeah. We end with our favourite quote from Hot Dog the Movie. Uh, so mine has to be, uh, 
Well, how about you you kiss my cheeks, but but not my left cheek or my right cheek, right in the middle. Give my asshole the good puckering. <laughs> nice. It was a different time, but we still do it today. It's so, a yeah. different time. <laughs> Oh, that's actually. You know what? That's actually my favorite quote. It's a different time. It's a different time. It's a different time. It's a different time. My favorite quote is my favorite quote because it was a different. It was a different time. That's why it's funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That was that was making it appropriate because it was different. It was a different time. My favorite quote is, "Uh, you can rotate out of here, buddy." Oh, yeah, of course. Of what? course, that's your favourite quote. Rotate out of here. One sec. Before we wrap up, I'm just going to quickly Google rotate oh, yeah, out of yeah. here. I think we gotta we got to figure this mystery out. All right. All right. All right. Let's have a look. I think it means because it's like a wheel. You roll. Uh, Magic the Gathering came up. <laughs> what? What does it mean to rotate out? One sense of rotate is to replace a person, troops, etc. with another or others usually according to a schedule or a plan. Do you know what I think, Sandro? What? It was a different time! (laughs) When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.